All right, y'all, it's another episode of the Texas Garden Guy Show where I answer gardening questions from the DMs that you send to me. So let's kick it off. First question is, hey, I've been trying to find a video of what to fill my Vigo garden bed with. I have the cardboard down. Uh, what exact topsoil and compost do I need to use? Um, so I use cardboard as a weed barrier at the very bottom. Um, what I like to do is fill the bed up with like sticks and leaves and all kinds of good stuff to kind of not have to use a bunch of topsoil, uh, compost, whatever, uh, because it just gets so expensive unless you're getting it in by the truckloads. Uh, so I always tell people to get the best soil you can afford. Um, so if you need to go bag it in and go get some stuff from like Lowe's Home Depot, I don't recommend that. But uh, my best choice is to go to your local mulch yard and see what they have available. And if so, get it by the truckload. Um, the stuff I use is uh, Landscapers Pride Garden Magic to fill the bed after I put a bunch of logs and sticks and stuff at the bottom. And then I'll top it off with like uh, Heirloom Soils Veggie and Herb or the works or anything about heirloom soils. That's the premium Ferrari stuff. It's a little more pricey, but it's gonna get you awesome results. All right, so this is a really good question right here. I actually had to look this up. So the question is, does food coloring hurt veggie plants? I have frozen water bottles with food coloring. Can I put them in the plant as they thaw? It'll water the plant. Uh, sure, I mean, it shouldn't, um, it's food coloring. So it should be pretty harmless. And then I was like, oh, okay, food coloring, it's food safe. So it's probably going to be, if it's okay for you, it's probably okay for the plants. Um, and I actually did some more research, and it turns out that doing this can actually uh, uh, change the color of a flower. So like if you have like a chrysanthemum, you can cut a flower off uh, or the stem and put it in water, and it'll actually change the color of like a flower. So I don't know if it'll do that when you just water the plant with it, uh, but that would be really cool. So uh, yeah, but you can use the food coloring in the water. Oh, so this is a uh, reply to a, a story I posted about me having my pomeria and my DM seeds outside. Uh, they asked, do you leave them outside? No grow lights. So the only time I use grow lights or heat mats is during the winter when it's too cold for my uh, plants to get started from seed. During the spring and summer, I get all my seeds started outside, usually under my shade cloth so they're not getting the full sun. Uh, but you can also just put them in a shadier spot where they're getting some sun. You just don't want your plant starts getting scorched by the sun. Even if you just transplanted something into a pot, you want to put them in a shadier spot for a couple weeks afterwards. They're not getting blasted by this full sun and all this heat. This is a really good question. I've had this question before. Uh, any idea how to get more female flowers on my zucchini? Past years have been fine, but this year I have loads of kale, but few females. Oh, Loads of male, but few females. Okay, uh, so I don't think there is any way, and I've asked a couple of experts, I don't think there's any way to make your squash or zucchini produce female flowers. It's just a timing thing. I don't know if it's a, uh, a temperature issue that makes the plant not produce female flowers. Um, someone in the chat, if you know, drop it down below with some with a link or something. Uh, but I don't think there's a way to make your plant produce those female flowers. Uh, it's just a timing thing. You got to wait and eventually, hopefully the zucchini will put them out. Good news is you can actually eat the male flowers, so they're not going to waste. This is the next question. Uh, good morning. Do you use grow bags? If so, a brand you'd recommend. So I don't use grow bags, not for any reason other than I don't need them. Uh, I've got a lot of pots that I reuse. Uh, nothing goes to waste here. I'm, anytime I buy a plant from like a nursery 
uh, even stuff like the flower beds, I keep a little pots and I end up propagating or using them for plant starts when I'm up potting. So nothing goes to waste. Uh, grow bags, I know there's some good brands out there. I don't know what they are. I'm sure they're fine. I know a lot of people use them. There's like plastic ones, the fabric ones. I'm sure there's a lot of good brands. Uh, I just don't personally have any experience with them um, because I don't, have really have, I don't really have the need for them. Hey there, man. Have you ever grown a tree from a pit, like a peach tree? And can it be done if so? Um, so the problem with stuff like peaches, apples, pears, uh, your stone fruit, stuff like that, a lot of them are grafted. So if you have like an apple tree, it's probably grafted. So what happens is they take a branch off a desired fruit tree and they graft it onto a host plant uh, and that produces fruit a lot faster. So ideally, you'd be able to just start any fruit tree from a seed. Uh, what tends to happen is that the seed or the pit that you get from that fruit doesn't end up actually producing the fruit that you actually ate. So yes and no. You can definitely grow stuff from seeds, uh, from pits that you harvested from whatever you ate. Uh, but a lot of times they don't put out the exact same variety. A lot of these people doing avocado videos where they have a little thing floating and it produces the stem, all the good stuff. Uh, that's cool. Um, but just don't be dead set um, 10 years from now when you finally do give an, get an avocado uh, that it's not the same exact avocado that you got when you originally ate the fruit or whatever. But yeah, so it is possible. I don't do it because propagating and grafting is just so much faster, um, especially on stuff like those kind of fruit trees where you could be five years down the road waiting to get fruit. All right, this is a comment on my plumeria video from last week's plant, uh, last week's plant of the week. These plants are awesome. Insane how easy it is to grow new ones from the branches after each winter. Absolutely. And we will be doing some propagation videos in the wintertime. Uh, do you have to store them indoors down in the Houston area for winter? Absolutely. Uh, so I will either bring them, bring them inside my greenhouse, uh, but more likely I'm going to take them inside the garage. Everything that like loses their leaves and goes dormant in the wintertime, rather than bring it in the greenhouse where, I have, where I'm watering all this other stuff, I tend to just take them and put them in the garage. I have some grow lights in there. Uh, that's, where that's where I'll have a lot of my propagations and stuff. So the garage is a little more safe, um, especially for like precious stuff I don't want to lose. Which tomato varieties are you growing for fall? I'm struggling to find some good ones. So fall tomatoes are going to be the same varieties that you grow in the spring. Uh, I'm looking into growing some more Roma tomatoes. I haven't started my seeds yet. Probably going to start them this weekend though. And then like I said, keep them in the shade cloth. If you do start tomatoes or whatever right now, don't put them out in full sun. You're going to want to like give them some morning sun or some filtered sun like under a shade cloth or on your windowsill. Um, even now, I wouldn't even do them inside because they might have a hard time adjusting from that cooler temperature from your AC and get shocked when they come out here and it's 100 degrees outside. So I'm going to start mine outside um, in my shade cloth or in a shady spot and then eventually plant them probably come late September, early October. Question, I'm south of Houston in McAllen, Texas, down the valley. Uh, is it safe to plant banana trees in the ground right now? I would say if you can avoid it, don't plant anything in the ground right now. It is super hot. Uh, plants, the best time to plant trees is in the early spring, late fall. That way they're not struggling to keep up with this heat. Because you gotta think about that plant is needing water to establish those roots to you know grow strong get the that root system nice and you know strong to keep it alive throughout the year 
So if thinking about planting them right now when it's 100 degrees outside, even bananas, I would not. If you're gonna wait, do it in the fall, do it in the fall, or wait till next spring and then do it. Okay, here we go. This is a good one. Uh, it's a really good one because I actually did the same thing not too long ago and I killed a tree. Hey bro, love your stuff. Anything, anything help? What am I doing wrong? The leaves are sad looking and somewhat brittle. Got this at a nursery two or three weeks ago and moved it into this planter. So I know exactly what happened. This is like a pear or a peach maybe, it could be a plum. Um, but what he did is he transplanted it into a bigger container, which is fine. Uh, you can do that if you, if you absolutely need to up pot that tree right now, you can definitely transplant them. But if you do it, you gotta put them in like shade afterwards. Anytime you transplant something to like a bigger pot, with it being this hot, it's going to get shock. It's going to get some heat exhaustion. It's, it's heat exhaustion. You know, that plant is going to be fighting for its life. So if you got out in the full sun, this plant, is, this tree is probably toast, uh, unfortunately, which sucks. But uh, if you're going to, if you absolutely have to transplant, and I don't recommend transplanting anything right now, if you absolutely have to, do it, water that soil really well, feed it some fertilizer, and put it in the shade. Do not leave it out in the full sun. I live in San Antonio. I'm looking for a peach tree that will do well and produce rocky, produce fruit in rocky soil. I had a San Houston peach tree and a Santa Rosa plum tree. They were planted about 15 feet from each other. The plum tree produced a crazy amount of fruit the first year. The peach tree produced a decent amount that same year. After that, the peach tree went sterile and plum tree started producing, plum tree started growing peach branches. Now the plum tree doesn't grow any fruit. Uh, I don't know what that's about. Uh, um, but here's the thing, if you have if you have a peach tree, you have one peach tree you plant in your backyard, you probably will get some peaches. If you have one plum tree you plant in your backyard, you'll probably get some plums. But what most nurserymen that know what they're talking about, when you go buy a fruit tree from someone who actually knows what they're talking about, they're gonna tell you plant two trees, plant two plums, plant two peaches. They're gonna uh, usually carry the varieties that do really, really well in your area. My buddy Jorge has varieties that do really well in this area. Um, so what happens is you want one variety that's going to bloom around the same time as the other, and they're going to cross-pollinate and produce more peaches, more plums, more apples, more pears, all that good stuff. If you got a peach tree, an apple tree, and it's not producing very much, get another apple tree, get another peach tree, and they will cross-pollinate and do really well. You don't need to, but you will get a lot more fruit. All right, y'all, that's all the questions I got for today. If you have any questions, you have any comments, drop them in the comment section down below or send me a DM on Instagram or Facebook and I will probably feature it on this video next week. See y'all later.